Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Me into the Kiva live. You are looking live. We've got a crowded house here. We're going to unify the party for the first hour with uh, our uh, Saturday afternoon wrecking crew, the part of the lineup with uh, Jay Bird and Natalie and all the work that they do. And, you know, there's this, I was listening to uh, Mark Ronchetti on this podcast called Ruthless, and he does a great job. I might just decide to air it. You know, I, I've kind of, I think it's a good idea that, you know, Mark doesn't necessarily come on the radio program because I think every Kiva listener has been whipped up into shape, uh, Natalie and Jay Bird in terms of supporting. And we're at this point, we're at this point where, and I got to tell you, it's been, it's been a, a, a tough weekend. Um, like I say hi to my mom first, um, you know, spend a lot of time with her, uh, particularly lately, but let me, let me say this, my mom and dad, let me just tell you how bad it is, are now discussing leaving New Mexico. And Whoa. when that conversation starts happening and people, people, my parents don't leave anywhere. Like this is, I, I hear my dad say, you know, hey, I want to die here. This is where I want to, this is where I want to be. And then I, I, I literally walk in, my dad's doing one thing. My mom's doing yesterday, you know, another thing. She has a, she has a walker and all that kind of stuff now. So She's hopefully going to be good in the coming weeks. It's uh, we're going to try and rejuvenate her spine. It's pretty rough. But long story short, I mean, they have they they're fed up. People are fed up. And then yes. I hear I hear Mark Ronchetti on. He's doing such a good job on this whole thing. It's like I don't hear that in the media overall. And the media is totally diluted. And you know, you guys did a great job. You guys, uh, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, scooting to three to six, which is your new time, Jay Bird and Natalie. And uh, we are live 150 out of 168 hours out of the week, which is a really big deal because this is when it matters. And yeah. radio takes uh, a lot of work. So we see some things. I think uh, Rudy's directing the social media or some sort of online presence, I think, for BCCC. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's time to kind of uh, round everybody up and get them started. And we're doing a few things. We've been talking about this now for a few weeks. Um, fight for 505. Remember Woo! we did that. And, and, you know, some people say, well, you, you're not in, you're not doing politics. I'm like, okay, I'm doing politics. Like there's, there's let me tell you. Have you listened yeah, to the rocket talk recently? If, if, Come if on. you're going to have a problem, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just jump right back in. Cause I'm trying to do everything. You know what? I, I get these little motivational quotes and they come in. I'm like, okay, well, what, what am I gonna, Yeah. I'm just going to go straight back in. Yeah. Sorry. I, this is what I'm supposed to do. Rudy. Like the, the universe sends you signs and you do it. And like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go straight back in because, yeah, you, have you to. know, nobody else seems to be fighting uh, out there. Jaybird, Natalie, welcome into the Kiva this afternoon. We've got some Thanks. topics to hit. How are you? We are wonderful. Thank you. We are here with our family in tow. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Seven kids? Uh, six, six so six. far. Oh, okay. You're <laughs> but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, good. All right. <laughs> well, just let me know when uh, you'll be the Octomom and that'll be pretty much. But by the way, she was uh, pretty amazing. Uh, yeah amazing thing that she's done okay so i do have to um address really kind of what's going on and that is voting mm -hmm. ballots have been printed the yep. the data is out there so there's nothing we can do to change it unfortunately 
uh, Karen Bedoni is on that libertarian. Karen Bedoni is there to screw things up. And this is going to take a miracle uh, to go ahead and punch Mark Ronchetti through and some down ballot stuff. The voter suppression has started with the media. Uh, the the newsies are out there. I mean, I think people on our side are really secretly hoping mm-hmm. that we don't pull out again. But we're not going to complain. We're gonna right. we're gonna we're gonna kick it up ten notches, and that's mm-hmm. what we're yep. doing. Dinah's doing it. You know, Casey's doing it with his wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are everyone's out there, and I think I think we can get this done, even with Karen Bedoni in the race. And I think that that's something that. You know, you guys uh, have been working on for, for some time because uh, we know that this is a problem. So uh, let's kick it off there. Let's talk a little bit uh, about what we're going to be. I know you mentioned two, only two drop boxes. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. There are only two drop boxes in Bernalillo County, which is rather a miracle. Um, some of us think that part. Well, we know part of the reason why we talked about this on Saturday is legislation they were trying to push through earlier this year to give the secretary of state basically the authority to just sprinkle drop boxes in whatever county she wanted to. And thanks to many patriots, many of our listeners out there, that didn't happen. So uh, between that and a lot of people uh, holding their county clerk's feet to the fire, there are a lot of counties that could have had more drop boxes that have less. Now, we know that Valencia County does have four, though. Yeah. So, I mean, we're looking at Albuquerque with just two, but Valencia County is going to have four. So that, you know, I think I think we're in a position now where we were really thinking the problem is going to be here in Albuquerque. No, they're, they're trying to hit it, the red counties. Yeah, I think it's going to be further south where we're going to see the biggest problem. If you look at the strategies, I mean, one of the things that that, that B... <laughs> <laughs> what she yeah. did is she divided up uh, mm-hmm. Chavez County three different ways. Yep. And I have friends in Roswell and one of my friends, Andrea, when I talked to her, uh, you know, the people that are across the way, like less than a quarter of a mile are part of an entirely different uh, right, district. different district. Some, some people across the street. She has, uh, n- nobody divides them quite like uh, the Democrats, oh, gosh, uh, right? Yeah. So There's she divided up that county and, you know, the eyes are going to be on that. Toulouse, Oliver election challengers, watchers, and observers and information. Um, It's time to get started. It's time to start filming these boxes. But what are they going to start saying? They're going to start saying that we're intimidation. Intimidation. Yeah. So, so, well, one one main thing to keep in mind is, of course, um, if anyone wants to start holding a watch party for one of these two drop boxes here in Bernalillo or in any of your counties out there, you know, just keep in mind, don't impede anyone from getting to the drop box. That's the Duh. only rule. That's the That's only it. rule. There is no other you rule. You cannot keep yeah. people. And, and, and you know, it's not like we're saying picket the drop boxes. No, we just want eyes on it. We want eyes on it and preferably extra video cameras. Now, according to the state, there are going to be cameras on the drop boxes. Do we trust the state? Of course not. <laughs> but we are going to FOIA and IPRA the heck out of that video footage. In fact, some people have already submitted for the footage from the mayoral candidacy, uh, the mayoral election last year. And some people are already getting ready to file IPRAs as soon as this election is over to get the video footage from this current election. Now, as the mother of six, you walked out there the day after the election, the weeks after the election, Mm -hmm. multiple times, and you were looking at those tallies. Uh, to the record, we still have never received no, any of the have, data from Dominic over at the county. Yeah, um, what we have we have never received the tabulation reports from the day of 
voting that we requested. Some people had been able to snag pictures of right. some of the tabulator tapes. And well, according you, we got to those. according you got them. Yeah, some of them. Mm-hmm. And I got the ones from early voting, but we never got a complete series right. of the tabulator tapes from the actual day of voting for the mayoral election for 2021. Uh, even though we called and called and clerk and people and visited. emailed, we have the record. Yes. And, and people visited Santa Fe. People visited the county clerk. So nada. We're going to take a quick break. Murder Mike just said, hey, Eddie, I just been blocked from getting the 2022 homicide test. Back after a quick break here in the queue. Good looking weather for the next day or so right now. 82 degrees and it's time we dive back into the Rock of Talk. Four nineteen here in the Kiva. We've got uh, Jay Bird and Natalie here. We're talking about getting people together as we have to support Mark Ron Ketty for governor and hopefully everything else down ballot uh, as well, folks. So, I mean, we're, we're hanging by a thread. I already mentioned, uh, you know, where my parents are without, and, and it's not just them. It's, it's everybody. It is like, and it's hard to have the conversation. So, you know, the Republicans unfortunately have to all come together for some Republicans. Yes. They just don't want to do that. Yes. And, and, I don't and want... I'd say too bad. So sad. Uh, this is what the Democrats do. The Democrats circle the wagon. The Democrats say, uh, fall in line with the party line or else we kick you out. And one, one of the great things about the Republican Party is we're full of individuals. One of the horrible things about the Republican Party is we're full of individuals who can't get it together when we absolutely need to. And this is a time when, hey, you know what? Mark Ronchetti was not our pick in the primaries. Who cares? Well, we voted in the primaries right. and the primaries are over. Right. History. No time machine, not going back. So my, Mark Ronchetti is our man. He is the only one with a chance. And when you look at the breakdown in the numbers, and uh, I know there were three polls done recently. One of them was an ABQ journal survey. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the poll by, let's see, it was em- an Emerson poll. They pulled about 1,000 people. And then the Survey USA poll pulled about 840. And the that, aggregate is 4739, yeah, roughly. Yeah, 4739-ish. And here's the thing. Even when you look at the numbers based on voter registration in New Mexico, it comes out to around the same. Registered Democrats, 44.6%. Registered Republicans, sig- 30.8%. Let me stop there. That is significantly lower. Yes, and I think it is. One of the good things about Mark and his campaign and what you know Jay has him do, Jay McCluskey has mm-hmm. him doing, is appealing more to independents. You know? He does. I don't think he needs to appear on this show because I think no. he's, he's got that. You know, he just needs to keep driving, driving through. Uh, now we got to pick up. I mean, and he's outperforming. 39 is significantly Much more better. than the 30, right? It's a doable, it's a gap, but it's a doable gap. Yeah. And, and and where we are going to get hurt, and this is where our work is cut out for us, is that there are, um, and this is almost laughable, registered libertarian, only 1% in the state, but no party or independence, 22.5%. And and that's where he's, you know, him and Jay McCluskey are doing the good work of trying to reach out to those people because that is the make or break segment for this race. And we cannot afford 
to get distracted by thinking, well, the other candidate is, uh, you know, Bodoni is is more is more in line with my conscientious beliefs. No, 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 no. The choice right now is not between Bodoni or Mark Ronchetti. Don't get distracted. The MLG loves that. The choice is between a baby murdering witch in the in the roundhouse and someone who is less so. That is the choice right now. And that is the only choice that we have to stay focused on. And unfortunately, a vote for Bedoni. Hey, I, I'm not even going to argue. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even going to argue if she's better than Mark Ronchetti or not. It doesn't matter. Well, she's not. She doesn't. She never even completed college. I mean, this is a woman who has failed businesses. Uh, she has raised no money. I think uh, our, mm-hmm. her her daughter's involved with running her campaign. We don't need grassroots. We need people who are qualified to become a governor of the state of New Mexico, and she is unqualified. And let's not forget the sore loser uh, laws did not apply to her, even though she was a sore loser, she failed to garner enough support within the Republican Party. And I think we can just sort of leave it there. But if you hear Mark, and I think we're going to play his podcast at at some point uh, that he did on something called Ruthless, you have to listen to him. And you're like, that is so much better. It's so much better than what we've been given. And no one's going to be able to make it through the next four years if Michelle Lujan Grisham. Nobody. No. Businesses failed at an unbelievable rate. Our our schools, I think we're yep. 51st in the country. <laughs> yes, uh, the shutdowns are. and the COVID, I think we were we had mm-hmm. the sixth uh, highest uh, data or, or, excuse me, death per capita. Yes. Uh, I mean, we have really led the way in death, destruction, and terror. <laughs> in this country and michelle Lujan grisham has been at the helm of all this and you've been able to you're not masked you're not vaxxed you know and one of the things that finally we're starting to talk about is back to and i was listening to kunm last night and it's unbelievable (laughs) every presenter well they were female they over pronunciated their names like rudy grande (laughs) i prefer to be called he it she or whatever they have their personal pronouns and my gosh, if they aren't just completely modifying everything with their big LGBTQ pronouns, these people cannot believe, they, they simply cannot believe that the whole COVID thing and their shots and all these things are going to lead them to all the things that we already told them. That's, and they refuse to listen to us and they cannot hear. So now Joe Biden yesterday declares what? He declares COVID is over. Ooh, the pandemic the is pandemic, over. COVID's pe- not over, but the pandemic is. Well, then lift the state of emergency. So these people are so crazy. We still had the state of emergency up until yep. I think August 24th of last month. Uh-huh. These people are still so crazy. They are criticizing Joe Biden for lifting that because that's what they want. That's their reality. Yes. And unfortunately, that's the reality for people here in the state of New Mexico. It's what they want. I've never seen people so obsessed with death, negativity, destruction. They're all morbidly obese and depressed at this point. And they indulge every single time. They indulge what they believe to be true. And they, I mean by indulge, like they're believing in something that we all know is completely and totally fabricated. Yeah, and when you just, if you just look at this psychologically, the the mentality that the Democrat Party and the so-called progressives you know, the, 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 the mentality that they live by is this victimhood. Yes. And psychologically, in order to be a victim, um, you have to be scared of something. There has to be a fear element. And if there's no fear element, how are you a victim? Well, you're not. So this, the, the, it's because of that victimhood mentality that, they, that they've 
continued to really spread and just push this this fear mongering. Yeah. And you know, we've allowed that. And and what I would like to see out of Ronchetti now coming up is and I think I think a, a good way for him to make big strides going forward now is to put out there come up with a plan on bringing the Republican Party back together. I mean, yeah, we just enough talked about the that. division we need to come together. together. So so he's not a guy that believes that parties matter. And he's running for governor, and I think that that's fine. Governor of the mm-hmm. people and all that. Right. It's our job right. to make sure that parties matter. Because if we can do it, then we get, as Republicans, to get behind him. Republicans, with our, he's outperforming that registration. He's now focused on the oh, independents yes. and the other side. Yeah. I think you stay away from Republican red meat. You just go talk about all the green new energy stuff. You mm, talk about yes. all of those things that are absolutely going to just. Tearing our state yeah. apart. And then you go after corruption. And then you yeah. go after the largest forest fire. Like just sell her on her accomplishment. Yeah. And she will fail every single time. Unfortunately, we have a media uh, that has corroborated these stories mm-hmm. as if it's something that that's good. And <laughs> we, we, we also, after this, I think New Mexico needs to hit the wall. If we didn't get those $27 billion of money, we would have hit the wall. And I think that would have been yes. the greatest thing to happen to the state of New Mexico. We should have failed and people should have acknowledged it with crime where it's at and all these things. We just need to run on her record of failure. So, unfortunately, we do need people to get out there, work, become a challenger, go to Fight for 505, yes. which is something that uh, you're doing. Yeah, I'm going right? to start putting some links on there. Um, the other thing that you can do is go to burnco.gov. The Bernalillo County is desperately in need of poll workers. Still? Still. We, we, we talked to them at the state fair, and they are, still, they are still hiring. And I asked them... Is there a deadline yeah, for hiring? There. They're like, no, there's no deadline. I'm like, what do you what do you mean there's no deadline? We need people that bet. You will you'll get paid and you can help be a part of the whole voting system and also be there to make sure that there's no funny business going on. So please go to burnco.gov and sign up to become a poll worker. And they have several different types of schedules. If you work early voting, there's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Or you can just opt to vote the day of 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. on election day itself. My parents are upset because I'm, I mentioned I said that they were contemplating thinking of it. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with thinking, but it seems like everyone is, everyone is thinking. Is. No, we, uh, we have thought about it ourselves. Yeah. And and we have we we know that there may come a point where we have to make a decision on this for the sake of our family. Do we want to leave? No. We love this state and we want to keep fighting for it. This it's, is our home. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm fleeing my home. Yeah. I was driven out of my home. No, yeah. we don't but, want that. Uh, we were purged out of Spain, right? <laughs> right, Rudy? Uh, we don't need to be purged uh, yet once again. So exactly. I think that's the big thing. All right. So uh, Republicans launched a mass recruitment of GOP poll watchers in Battleground, Wisconsin. Uh, what's the Republican Party doing? We'll talk about that when we return. Uh, this is the things that they need to stop putting on these events, Rudy, and all of these gatherings or powwows at people's houses or things like that. They really need to just get people out working, yeah. we need knocking, to get talking, walkers, walking, you know, stalking the other candidates mm-hmm. out there. And I do mean stalking. Know where they go. I, I and, think we need to put it on our vehicles, on our cars, you know, vote yeah. red. We have gotten so much feedback from, from we have a sign on our van that says, just say no to tyranny. Vote red. There you go. Back after a quick break. We're going to talk about how we track and what we use. And... 
how we can take this block by block back in three. People like to hear you back, Rudy. That's pretty good. It Here is it. total fun. Yeah, I know how much you like it. You've been so the studio's different, huh? But different, place, different place for you. So I got uh, so I ran for you know whatever I ran for last year. I'm not supposed to say that either. I have I have I have <laughs> I have like uh, I have like people who tell me what I can and can't say and all that. So <laughs> that's kind of a hard thing. But there's only two people. I, I guess I well a few people I should say could listen to. But I got a notice of a, a hearing. From one of our volunteers, when you think that people don't put themselves out there and, you know, I got like the first time I ever addressed this person or she addressed me. I mean, she was, oh, everything's wrong with the Republican Party and they're doing this and this. I'm like, oh, OK, well, why are you calling me then? I'm not looking for whiners and complainers. I'm not looking for people who aren't can do all these kinds of stuff. I literally like, you know, went through. So I just got something back from the Republican Party today. I said, I need all our walk lists. I need everything I need, you know, cause now I got to go defend myself because this volunteer is wanting to get paid. And, you know, we had basically taken care of everybody that was within the campaign that was actually doing things. And I, I knew that I had seen stuff. And, <laughs> oh, what? I know it's that painful for me too. Yeah, I know. It's family's responsibilities. Don't say you can't do talk radio and have a family uh, um or, or do politics i should say uh, isn't that uh did, jeremy gay's got six kids too i, th- I th- yes i think right? he has six five or six yeah six six yes so he's a practicing catholic right rudy so um that's a good joke by the way um, or a good marine <laughs> boy, all right let's not let's not <laughs> like contemplate yeah, that on. i don't know what that's all about okay so uh it was really good because they sent back and all of the people who are using something called campaign sidekick have everything geocoded and the time that they were entered and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, um, Oh, okay. That sounds about right. And so this particular person with all this stuff, I get to present all this information with everything geocoded that, that was there. And she had like the most and literally tried to take on entire apartment complexes and take credit for, uh, each door that's there. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's not how it works. Campaigning is hard work. It requires people to get out there, and you guys uh, busted your, you know, what's for all of that. And it's not just campaigning; it's poll watching that we're doing. And here's a couple of little news bits that are happening other well, uh, other places. North Carolina Commission rejects. Uh, listen to this: restrictions on poll watchers. They're saying this, of course, from uh, WUNC Public Radio, WUNC, and. Oh my gosh, the rules committee rejected two temporary rule changes recommended by the Board of Elections that would have tightened restrictions for partisan poll watchers. Why is it that we're partisan when all we see at the polls are nothing but Democrat workers? Have you noticed that? Yes, yeah, and, I, and, and I've upset more than a few, and I love it. I go in there, I've got my ID out, I put it on the table. The last In this last election, this gentleman, I've seen him at the, at the, my location several times before, I gave him my ID, he looks at me. He's like, I, I don't need that. I'm like, yes, you do. Please look at it. And he just, huh. and I look at his badge and his big fat D next to it. And I'm yep. like, look at it. It's my ID. That's right. Yep. I am who I say I am. And yes. I'm not dead. 
Uh, elections board spokesperson Pat Gannon said the board believes that these rule changes are necessary to provide better guidance immediately to poll workers and partisan observers and protect the integrity of the voting process. This is why this country is going down is there is no integrity in the voting processes. This is what we're trying to do. And it's their story. And I looked at the 2016 numbers versus Hillary Clinton got 65 million. How did Joe Biden get 82 million? You can't tell me that that's not a significant amount of cheating going on. And the bias that we've seen and the information that's been sold from Facebook and Instagram uh, to go ahead and tailor these, this is why we need you and what you guys are basically doing. And we why need the Republican Party to come together, Jaybird. Yeah, well, and that's what we're trying to do. We do that every Saturday. We talk about this and we're pushing. And when we have time, we're out there. We're, we're, we're putting together groups. We, you know, we worked on the campaign. We were at the headquarters there, you know, especially Natalie. She was there quite a bit. And this is, you know, it's not comfortable. But you know what? We've got to suck it up and we've got to do the right thing. It's not comfortable. Living in New Mexico is not comfortable. Exactly. The educational system, last. The crime, second second worst in the country. I mean, we're now in top five. They're they're filming things in Portuguese. Stay out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Home for Breaking Bad. And then they show all of the, you know, gangs and everything else. 2,000 Mules was about this. What happened whenever you look for 2,000 Mules online? Do you know what happened? (laughs) You have well, to know the address. Don't go. Don't look for it on Google. That's for sure, um, because all Google does is bring up things from Politifact or other fact checkers that two thousand mules mostly false things like that. Um, but and and they're trying desperately to steer people away from Rumble, which is where two thousand mules is mainly available for free. By the way, just go to Rumble.com, then search for two thousand mules. But good luck. Finding it on any other search engine. You cannot find No, it's that painful for me, too. I thought it's a painful election. A film claims 2,000 mules, just as you said, this from gpb.org, illegally harvested ballots for drop boxes. Those claims have huge gaping holes. And then it goes on and on as you look and read this type of thing. It's amazing how they just try to continue to bury the truth. Fact check from Reuters. 2,000 mules provides evidence of voter fraud in the 2000 elect, uh, election. What do they say? False. Mm-hmm. But we are going to go ahead and run the same game on them the way that 2,000 mules did it. Yeah. Because keep, keep shining the light, keep holding their feet to the fire in the county clerk's office and the secretary of state. And gosh darn it, vote red. We have got to especially replace the attorney general and the secretary of state. Yeah, everyone's highlighted looking at the gubernatorial election. But the Attorney General and Secretary of State, can you imagine if we get Jeremy Gay in there and Audrey Trujillo? And Audrey Trujillo is committed to getting rid of the Dominion machines in New Mexico. That will help to turn New Mexico around. This is why we're doing this. Uh, Take a listen to this, uh, folks. This uh, from Tucker Carlson. Uh, Take a listen. This is Liz Harrington, who I've had on my show Twice, she is one of the national spokespeople for 2020 RNC. election. There were drop boxes put in place at, at a scale that had never before been seen. There were a lot of promises made about surveillance video being attached to all the drop boxes and and standards being enforced, but none of that really happened on scale. And so, what we what right? So what we decided to do was uh, basically geofence. It's sort of a, a digital way to put a, a net around each drop box. And then wanted to find out if if a phone if a phone if if individual devices crossed through that net, uh, really what what turned out to be an extraordinary number of times. 
over the five states and the five jurisdictions that we studied in order to make our, our, the level of study, the average number of Dropbox visits was 38. 38 Dropbox visits into the, you, you know, and by the way, also including um, the visits to the nonprofit organizations. So there's definitely a pattern here. And then increasingly now, as we're seeing video come out, we're able to match the, the Dropbox pings with the video and you see it for yourself. When you can match those in the states that had video, uh, you see people stuffing in ballots. That's what happened. That's why we are having to do what we need to do. And the legislature failed to go ahead and pass the ability to go ahead and prevent us from doing this very thing. And they only have two drop boxes. In Bernalillo County, yes, yes. And it, and it's beautiful because we have, we have other people who will, for, for example, uh, Ramona Goolsby, who is currently suing the Secretary of State over the use of the Dominion machines because she found out, at least in, I believe it's in at least two counties, that the Dominion machines are improperly certified, as in they're not certified at all. Uh, they, don't, they don't have the correct signatures or they have a forged signature in some cases. So, And she's, she's been uh, doing IPRAs on all of those for several months now. So she has sued the Secretary of State. Yes, Maggie Toulouse-Oliver has been actually served over this issue. And you know what? We will see what is to come of it. So there are some people taking that avenue and trying to go through the court system. One of the remarkable things we did during, uh, well, I'm sorry to bring up my election again, but we had 3,305 and yep, not petitions. one petition was thrown out. We yep. got that 100% correct. Mm -hmm. they, were, they, they could not believe that that actually happened. And everyone was done electronically. Yep. Everyone had a separate IP address. We didn't have multiple people doing it. I mean, can you imagine if we could have scaled up on that and done that for a statewide race? Well, maybe right. we might be able to do that somewhere in the future for a good candidate. I think people need to understand it is possible. Yes. We should and could have won that race. That's what they're worried about the next time around yes. of that very thing. And I didn't even have any money. And yet I'm still <laughs> getting sued by someone who's a member of the, uh, <clears throat> what do you call it? The Actors uh, Union, whatever they... FAG. IASA. Oh, 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 yeah. IATSE or whatever it is. Yeah, the, the union, a union member. I mean, the controlled opposition is ripe. I want to talk more about that when we return because we see people who are, you know, supposedly on our side, like a Karen Padoni who participated in the primary for a governor, and now she's running. Why? Because she's got a score to settle with the Republican Party. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva. Mark Ronchetti for a governor. years in radio and hitting the post there, Rudy? 97. Uh, 97 years. <laughs> 97 years. I wow. guess I'm just used to saying that because I get all these fake calls all the time. And we're from these people that are going to sell you insurance. How old are you? 197. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uninsurable. You look uh, good. You look good. Back in uh, 2020, Pennsylvania AG warns Trump campaign about filming ballot drop boxes. The attorney general, who's now running for governor of the state of Pennsylvania, says the Trump campaign's decision to film voters depositing their ballots in a drop box at a Philadelphia city last week is not covered by poll watching laws and could amount to voter intimidation. 
And just like this, they did yep. not pass it. If they were that worried about it, <sighs> instead of covering their own ass as they cheat and lie and steal and take. And after this, if things don't go the right way, yeah, it's going to get physical. It already is getting physical, but no, that wasn't the University of New Mexico students who are now getting penalty. We'll talk more about that uh, mm. second hour. So they seem like a very uh, quiet, nice, agreeable uh, bunch of protesters out there, kicking holes into walls, doing all sorts of things. But but we're the ones who are intimidating, remember. And there's a heck of a lot more of us, I guess, than that there are of them. And you know, they were they 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 were uh, shocked. They didn't feel comfortable going into voting. They didn't feel comfortable like. All we hear is victimization story after victimization story. This one out of ny1.com. The Trump, the Trump campaign film voters depositing ballots in Philadelphia drop. That's because that's where all the corruption was. Exactly. That's because Barack Obama got 107% of a one precinct. We know that there's cheating. That the average person that went and dropped at these election boxes visited that same place on average 38 times. Yep. You can only drop off your ballot. You can't go drop it off for somebody else, Natalie. Uno mas, uno mas. Yeah, vote, vote once. Vote once, people. Just vote once. Uh, no no dead people, no dead relatives, no pets. Sorry, we're not Democrats. So the controlled opposition within our own party, uh, mm. just to kind of keep, uh, who's doing it and how? We saw this David Clements character who was there with Mike Lindell, who isn't doing Donald Trump any favors, and he's uh, challenging the election integrity, yet. You know, uh, David has done his work. He's lost yes. his job. He's done some some good things. You, of course, know him. And uh, it, it it kind of makes me crazy because he got behind Karen Madoni. Well, and, and so part of this is that David specifically and, and his wife, Erin, it's actually Erin who I've had, uh, Clements, who I've had conversations with. They have one specific focus, and that is proving the fraud from the 2020 election cycle. And they're very good at what they do. Mm -hmm. Aaron is a whiz at putting spreadsheets together and aggregating information. But this actually speaks to what Bedoni has been doing, which is courting these so-called fringe elements to try to put together enough support to take away votes from Ron Ketty. And so what happened is Bedoni basically told the Clements, yeah, yeah, I'm all behind getting, getting the Dominion machines out of here. And so to some extent, I can't exactly blame the Clements for going, okay, yeah, we'll take your support if you're offering it. But the fact of the matter is it doesn't matter what Bedoni's going to say she's going to do if she were, if she gets in as governor, she, she she's won't. not going to be governor. Yeah, in a, it's a, in a the years. same thing is happening in the education sphere. Um, I recently found out earlier today, in fact, that Bedoni has been talking to uh, people in education, including home educators, homeschoolers, saying, well, I'm putting together an education plan for when I'm governor. Again, I don't care how Mark good it is. Mark already has one. Yeah, so, someone said, don't you want to see it, see how good it is, how it compares to Ronchetti's? I'm like, no, no. I don't. It I doesn't don't matter. Anything you do. Because she's not going to be governor. Right. The only thing she's going to do is make sure that MLG is governor yet again for another four so years. how do we get those people who have this type of power and intelligence and how could David Clements be so stupid as to advocate for, you know, Karen Bedoni? That makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, that's a, a guaranteed another four years I of know. Michelle Lujan Grisham. I know. Well, unfortunately, not everyone has the big picture and not everyone looks at things strategically. And this is one thing where the Democrat Party has always excelled 
is taking a very cold hearted. Yes, it is cold hearted, critical look at strategy. It does not matter if you have a better candidate to run. You pick the candidate that is the most likely to win because you can have the best candidate in the world. But if they have a, you know less of a chance of winning, they don't have a shot at it. They're not going to win. They're, they're not going to be the governor. They're not going to win the seat. So we have to continue with Mark Ronchetti. And, and it's just a matter of education, um, you know, on social media, person to person. I keep pointing to people out, you know, by the math, by the numbers. OK, so Bedoni only has in the polls five percent. Really? You're telling me that, that somehow. Difference. Yeah. And that, that that's uh, on a good day. Five uh, percent, maybe five points. Um, you're telling me that she can make up, you know, another 45 points to beat both MLG and Ronchetti. No, she cannot historically has never happened not going to happen especially in new mexico we saw desantis show up uh down south he's come in yes. we know that uh, many of us are still supporters of it doesn't matter if it was desantis mm-hmm. or trump we support all of them and yeah. all of them are good i don't know that trump has the worst name in the world look what he was right. been able to do during the primary 192 to 10 <laughs> but yet yeah. we've got people within our own republican party who absolutely detest donald trump yep. Because he has done what they cannot. And, and there, there is definitely this feeling of elitism in politics. And we're no stranger to it here in New Mexico that the elite in politics know best. And this is their game. And how dare a newbie come in and. Who's never been elected. Yeah, never been elected, never run for office, who has never been through, you know, the gatekeepers of this elitism and never been vetted by them. How dare someone like that come in? And granted, Mark Ronchetti may not be our ideal candidate, but good Lord, he is still miles and away further better than MLG or the little Chihuahua. And the, and the only one that, that could win in Arizona, that is Governor thing. Doug Ducey, co-chair of the RGA, consistently says he does not believe in the 2020 election conspiracy theory and has lambasted <laughs> candidates who do, namely Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake made it to the top of the ticket. She is going to very likely, hopefully, God willing, going to be the next governor of the state of Arizona. Uh, She's a star in the Trump world. And guess what, Doug Ducey, head of the RGA, after that whole thing, he buried the hatch and he says, I think Karen Taylor Robson, who lost Mm -hmm. to Carrie Lake, will be the best person to be a fresh new leader for the state of Arizona. Her opponent, on the other hand, bears no resemblance or campaign or even personal interactions with me to anything she's done over the past 30 years. That is all an act. Well, fast forward after the whole entire primary, what does Doug Ducey do? He does <laughs> the big thing, which is get behind Carrie get behind. Lake. Yes. He didn't he didn't waver. He he says he tweeted his congratulations to Carrie Lake saying this is going to be an important election given the issues of our state is facing and it's important for Arizona Republicans to unite behind our state. Where's Steve Pierce? Where are the Republicans right, right. now? Where are the people who could be getting behind Mark Ronchetti, and not who just are Mark. Republicans. Where are they? Yeah, and not just Mark. A lot of the other candidates are really, really pissed off right now because the Bernalillo GOP on the Republican Party is not getting behind candidates that desperately need their help. Doesn't right Sarah now. Jane Allen want to go ahead and 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 run for state party chair and all that that kind of stuff? <laughs> oh, yeah, knows? like these are people who who do it. Folks, it's not going to matter if we can't get in in the coming weeks. You're going to have some real stories 
that I'm going to lay out there, real fodder for people so that they can hear what's actually going on. Mm. So they know how bad of a person Michelle Lujan Grisham is. She is the worst governor this state has ever had, including Bill Richardson, and we all know about him. She mm -hmm. is sealing the fate. Her meanness, the fact that she's gotten rid of 28 mm. people, I don't even know how that's possible. Right. Um, my gosh, this woman has decimated <laughs> this state. That is unbelievable. Uh, and, and Rudy, I know that you're right there with us on, on all this and calling for every Republican to back everybody top to bottom in every single race that we possibly can. Jay Bird, I'll give you 30 seconds. Natalie, we'll give you 30 seconds, and then uh, we'll, we'll run to uh, the top of the hour. Thank you both. Uh, for joining us, make sure you leave your website, uh, Natalie. Go ahead. You know what? We're looking down the barrel of a gun. This is our chance, man. I don't know how many more chances we're going to have. We got to get it together and we got to stand up and we got to stand up and we got to be loud. No more of this, you know, sending out letters. We need, we need our voices and we need to be out there shouting. And Natalie, if we don't, we're done. That's yep. it. We are yeah, done. Absolutely. Remember that uh, if anyone want, has questions, concerns for us, you can reach us at libertynat at protonmail.com or you can reach Jay Bird at no poll cheating at protonmail.com and then right now we just started a new telegram channel liberty lovers unite you can check that out on telegram and i'm going to be working this week to get the fight for 505 website back up so that um, current links events opportunities we can slap those up on there and you all can have an easy place to go to. Thank and, you, Eddie. And Rudy, thank you both for being here. Thanks for the live show. We got uh, 150 out of 168 hours live in the Kiva. Hour two just for you up next. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Hour two coming at you from the ABQ here in studio. Nice to hear Rudy's voice. A lot of people uh, like to hear your voice, Rudy. So uh, they're, they're happy to hear from you. And it's good to be back. You've been uh, busy lately. You've been selling quite a little bit of advertising for the radio station. It's I think your your life has improved tremendously huh, for some for, for some time. The radio is so important, especially now. And now we're live 150 out of 168 hours a week. That is just awesome. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm trying to see if I can get some more, but I think I'm maxed out as I could. I was talking to the guys at Dave Rams. I'm like, I can't have you guys on the radio station because I can't carry your hours. It's just the way that it is. So uh, we're live Sunday night from uh, 11 p.m. going all the way until Saturday at 8 a.m. And then we pick it up back live again depending upon the week, uh, beginning at one, going all the way until 3 a.m. the next day. So, wow. yeah, that's uh, fast and furious. And then uh, Sunday, 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 12 to 8 p.m. And then uh, there you go. You got the best of the Clay and Buck show on Sunday night. So uh, there it is, folks, uh, just all for you. And uh, it's an important time. It's uh, world is moving pretty fast. Uh, and much of it is staying the same, despite the speed of what it is. The cycles are cycling you out of being able to make reasonable decisions about your candidates' uh, policy. Uh, you feel like you have less and less control. I don't know that politics has ever been more annoying, yet at the very same time, uh, probably more important. Uh, it is all about everyone projecting uh, what they think the other people are, and that's becoming the reality. Um, so the perception is being created by the victors. 
And uh, this is where we are at a huge disadvantage. So we've got this election. Uh, we have absolutely thrown every single piece of backing of uh, Mark Ronchetti. I pray to God that he is your next uh, governor, our next governor here in the state of New Mexico. He did a great job on something called the Ruthless Podcast. And I don't anticipate uh, uh, Mark. In fact, I wouldn't suggest Mark coming here on our program because he doesn't need to do that. He'd only be doing it to satisfy our customers already and satisfy you know, having a conversation with me. We can talk to with him. His time is better spent out there. I know many of you have asked, oh, when is he coming? When is he coming? When is he? No, no he's not coming. He needs to be out there in the field every minute, every hour uh, counts. And uh, we can go ahead and leave it at that. So one of the people who volunteered for my campaign, she's a wonderful lady. Um, her name starts with a D. Uh, she says, I've been traveling up north and saw Ron Ketty signs all over Happy Face. Along the way, I spoke to locals who are Democrats that are voting for him, Eddie. You simply need to ask a Catholic Democrat, are you for abortion? As they emphatically answered, no. Tell them your party is. Ooh, that's a good one. How do you like that, Rudy? That's a good little... These little things are helpful. So if you got some techniques or whatever, let me read them and help other people, whatever you can do to help other people. Okay. The clench it, then clinch it by giving them the visualization of the left's infanticide process with California, wanting to legalize murdering a baby up to 30 days after birth. Have you seen this? No, yeah. that's awful. Yeah, it's true. Remember right up to birth in uh, New York and New Mexico. One of six. Ron Ketty also needs to focus on how he's going to make things better for voters' pocketbooks. It's the economy. It's the economy. It's the economy. People are hurting financially. But you, you wouldn't know it. Don't complain about it. Hey, I've got the hookup. I work for the state. I can't wait for you to retire from the state, some of you guys. You guys are such a-holes. I mean, it's just unbelievable. If you're a Dallas Cowboy, Catholic, Democrat who works for the state of New Mexico, I literally hope that you don't get your pension. <laughs> There's no other way I can put it. I literally hope you don't get your pension. Okay. Cause it's not going to be there anyway. I don't have to hope. Uh, I can tell you that it's going to be emptied out. Oh, stock market. Oh, we're over 6%. Oh, we got to go ahead and fix it. I, I, it's not me wishing bad things on you, but these are your decisions. May you reap what you sow. I wish that for everybody. That's a nice thing to wish on people, right? Uh, Ruby, I would think, to, to, yeah. uh, may you reap what you sow. If you sow goodness and yeah, honesty and integrity, too, yeah. and, yeah, I, I would say I hope you reap all of those wonderful things. If you're a bad person, I hope I hope something really impacts you really badly, right? But why why does that not happen to Democrats in this state? Well, they're protected. The payout of the money, and, and Trump's a terrible person. <laughs> I digress. Voters need to know that MLG will force them into electric cars that they can't afford, Eddie. Can't drive very far either. You can't drive across the state in an electric vehicle, Rudy. Nope. What's the distance from Gallup to Tucumcari? I think it is 350 no. miles. No, it can't be that far. Yeah, I'd say about, uh, let's see, Gallup to Tucumcari, about 260. Let's see. Really? I think, or, or maybe maybe at most. Let's see. Let's see how far it is. The distance is 283. Okay. Um, so you cannot drive from Gallup to Tucumcari in an electric vehicle. Like that's catchy. That's rule of thumb. You can't do it. It won't make the distance. It just won't, it won't do it. 
She does not want to utilize our clean oil and gas resources, which has led to skyrocketing gas prices. Yet she wants you to use electricity to fuel your cars. By the way, this just coming out from the uh, Daily Caller, of course. Here it is. Biden administration <laughs> to continue draining oil from the strategic reserves all the way through election day. Why is he doing that? Well, he wants to keep gas prices as low as he can. And then after the election, they'll pull the rug out from under you once again. That's what they do. Folks, I was a Democrat. I remember these people. That's why we say Democrat party matters, folks. It matters. Due to the blackouts in California, Newsom is telling his constituents not to plug in his, the electric vehicles at certain times due to power grid overload. Yeah, 50, 51,000 megawatts or whatever they were saying. Make no mistake, if MLG is elected, prepare yourselves to live out the California insanity here in the state of New Mexico. After all, she follows in California's footsteps. That's not the leader that we want. New Mexico desperately needs Ronchetti to restore the land of enchantment. Don't fall for Bedoni's the truth about stealing the vote. Her revenge run is going to be the death of us all. If you let it, united we stand or divided we fall, truly. I really appreciate that text message. This I got earlier today. Eddie, did you hear just here on Rock of Talk, Goldman Sachs is lowering their G GDP forecast for 2023. The way I take that, it's snowballing downhill, just like you said, just like we all knew what was going to happen if the Dems got elected to the White House. That's from Robin Hood, the conservative. Now, we spent the entire hour focused on what we could do and what we need to do. You have 50, what, three, 52, I don't know, however 52, many, yeah. 52 days, okay? And this is, oh, everything is on the line. Because after this, people are going to be moving. If Michelle, and I know they're going to be working hard. I listened to all these people on KUNM last night. I listened to what they're doing. The unemployment rate, policy, nothing's going to matter anymore. The radio station. Think about that. We'll be the, the canary in the coal mine, but what good will it do us when we're literally going to be buried in another four years? And I'll be the first person that she comes after after her election. Let's stop MLG. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Back in three. Thanks for listening. So the Biden administration decides that it's auctioning 10 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which will deliver throughout November. According to the Department of Energy notice of sale, it announced it will extend the period in which it aims to sell 180 million barrels of crude oil. It's all about the elections for the Democrats. That's all they care about. If they didn't care about the elections, they wouldn't care about this. Trying to make gas prices cheaper. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said that gas prices had fallen for 90 straight days touting Biden's efforts to bring down prices at the pump after the gas prices peaked at over $5 a 
gallon. Is this the same thing for the trains? Like create the crises, then you can be the one to solve it. And it makes it feel like you're doing something good. It's like if you broke something and repaired it, it's like you didn't do anything good. You actually fixed something that you created destruction on. The same thing for the Democrats. They wreaked havoc, created destruction, slowed down businesses. In the case of the union members all getting together to negotiate with Joe Biden, right? That didn't really happen. They said, oh, yeah, tell us that uh, Joe Biden and his crew came in to go ahead and clean it. We need, we need something to do good PR going into this election. Then last night, oh, he also solved COVID. Barely, the, the pandemic's over. Just in time there, Rudy. Just in time. Good going, Joe. So. We know that they manufactured this. We can go back to the gain of function, the Wuhan virus, and I'm sick and tired of talking about it. I, I think we wrote the epitaph last week, okay? We really did, in my opinion. NPR and you loony liberals. Remember, let them know you listened to the NPR radio station today. Make sure we're, we're looking for ratings. We need to legitimize our strength. President Biden said in his 60 Minutes interview that COVID-19 pandemic is a thing of the past. <laughs> oh, liberals' heads started rolling because NPR is like, no, 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 we really need this. We need, to, we need a giant excuse. We need to go ahead and make stuff up. We need to, yeah, I care about you because I'm wearing my mask or I got my COVID shot. You put this COVID shot. I mean, there's nothing negative that's going to happen to me. <laughs> Maybe like that same thing, Dada. I mean, uh, uh, Rudy. I'm also hope. I'm also hoping, right? <laughs> I'm also hoping that something does happen to you that you got the vaccine. I'm something that I'm. I hope that something happened to you because you're a Democrat. I, I really do. I'm. I'm not wishing well on you. That that time's over. You don't wish well on me. I don't wish well on you. Okay? I don't need to interact with you. I don't need to interface with you. Biden's own administration is seeking an additional $22.4 billion from Congress. See, motivated by what? You got it, an election. Why else would he come out and say that? Why else does he want the gas prices to go down? Why would he come out and say, well, you know, here we are with regard to the union solution, and hey, we, we paid them what they were worth. They haven't been working for two years for most of the time. Everyone's in their chonas at home. So are we really in the clear is what NPR wants to know. And they are getting their narrative run over. The National Institute of Health defines the term as an epidemic of disease. See, we're sick. How <laughs> can't you tell us? I'm so sick. Talked to a guy yesterday on the side of the road. He's like, oh, sorry, I have to wear my mask. I'm a diabetic. No, you're an idiot. Maybe he needed the mask so he didn't need another cupcake. You're an, you're an idiot. You're not a diabetic. You're an idiot. Okay. An epidemic of disease or other health condition that occurs over widespread area. Remember, I'm the one who gave you. Four out of five. Remed, invented, guess what? Dead. You believed it. You believed what they told you. You went in. Oh, I need help, doc. Uh, I was fine. Yeah, you were fine. But you started listening to the quote-unquote expert. How could you be an expert on something that hadn't happened before? 612 million cases of coronavirus. The number of new daily cases peaked in January. According to One World Data, this is still a serious pandemic. We've come a long way. There are about 493,000 cases worldwide, but there's still thousands of cases 
being detected every single day. Wear your mask. Get your shot. Yeah, I would have got. I would have died if I didn't get my shot. No, you died because you got the shot. You just haven't died yet. You're a walking zombie. You want to show you the evidence again? The articles. You need all that information pumped to you. It's called the clot shot for a reason, folks. So if you got it and you took it and you didn't listen, you die. I'll just say I told you so, and that's fine by me. Rudy, unfortunately, had to take the shot. How did that happen? Pressure from family so that he could be around his dad. They thought, and, dad, and Rudy lost his dad. They thought, right, that Rudy was going to infect his father. And Rudy would have been, how many uh, ailments have you got since you've gotten the shot? Your, your life has become more complicated because of that shot, Rudy. My heart, exactly. We're trying to show you. We're trying to tell you. And then Joe Biden comes out. Why only for an election? It's over. I just don't worry about it. You took the shot. The COVID vaccine. COVID uh, pandemic's over. Well, if the pandemic's over, why, why are we amping up, you know, the uh, BA.4, BA.5 shots, right? Oh, we just approved it for everybody under the, uh, under the age of 11. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has also eased up on COVID-19 restrictions, such as issuing the same guidance to both vaccinated and unvaccinated Americans. What are we finding out? Unvaccinated Americans are surviving at a higher rate. They're not getting infected. Okay. It is not publicly declared the end of the pandemic, though. So we are not at the end of the pandemic. That's a real commitment to win. Sort of like terrorists, right? One of the reasons why you'll never be able to overcome the jihad, their commitment to winning. They're willing to blow themselves up. No different than some of these Democrats who are deciding to go ahead, I'm going to wear the mask, I'm going to go in, I'm going to do all the things they're saying because I hate Donald Trump, because I hate Republicans, because I like having an excuse. I like being a victim. That's me. Oh, you hear these people. Everything, every, every day is a problem for them. They're not able to function in society. They can't function with, in a relationship or they can't function, period, right? They always have to have something to blame. It's constant, consistent self-victimization. Like, well, you could work through it this way. You could do this. You could do all these other different things. No, no, I want to be sick. And this is what we continue to see out of people because they're mentally infected. They have told themselves the story that they are unwilling to distance themselves from because they committed to the first mistake. What's going on with crime? Well, we're going to talk about just how bad it is and how, I don't know, what do you tell someone who is uh, addicted to drugs? Get off drugs, right? How different is being addicted to drugs any different than being addicted to voting Democrat? Every one of their policies are leading to death. Oh, feel, do this. It feels good. Do this. Uh, I think it'll, it'll improve your life. Oh, yeah. Be okay with this or that. Just feel free. You can do what? And if something happens, the government's going to bail you out. That's no different than a drug user. Yeah, keep taking it. Oh, we're going to help you now. We're going to help you be more responsible in your consumption of cannabis, of THC. We're going to hold your hand and make sure that in the event that you get addicted, we're going to stick you in a methadone clinic. These people don't need to be rehabilitated. They need a complete <sighs> and total removal of the way that they think. They need their frontal lobe removed at this point. And that's what they want to do to Republicans. 
And this is the careful thing that you must consider. I'm going to tell you this before we cut to break because one of their policies is getting people addicted to drugs. That's what they do at the Veterans Administration, at the VA hospital. Did you know that? Do you know that these psychiatrists and these healthcare providers, they brag to each other about the number of prescription medications that they're selling to one another and to, and you can get these veterans to take absolutely anything. Any drug you want, they'll do it as long as you pop a Viagra in there. That's literally what the woman told me. And then she showed me the sheets of all these people on the pieces of paper. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That person's taking 22 pills. Yeah, he'll take them as long as you give him a Viagra. They're running experiments on people. Well, here's to let you know that they truly don't care. That, that You can't really say that they don't care because of that. They're giving them medications. They must care for them somewhere. And we're going to have more on this story, and it's the story of this. Did you know that all the veterans, administration, hospitalists, and physicians have now been relocated to the new tent city that's in Deming, New Mexico? That the veterans cannot get health care? Many of the homeless veterans cannot get health care any longer because they relocated those doctors down to Deming? So I ask you the question, based upon that alone. Does Michelle Lujan Grisham, does the state of New Mexico, does the Veterans Affairs Hospital, does the federal government care more about Americans who fought for this country? Does it care more about the immigrants, the illegal immigrants coming from across the border? I think we just answered that question. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Back in three. Thanks for listening. Check on traffic in a second. Looking at these New York Times election results, 306 to 232 for Donald Trump. Donald Trump literally gets 13 million more votes than what he got the previous time and loses. Wow. It's just kind of incredible, too. Joe Biden, who had the most voted for man, like this, there's no hope for this country when you have 82 million idiots who voted for Joe Biden and his agenda and what he's done. I think it's time that we start saying that loudly and more frequently and with a greater emphasis. This is the guy who's, he's saying, well, my approval ratings are uh, 40, 41%. And I blame the COVID. Well, COVID's over. I blame the pandemic. You don't have any more excuses. It's over. I was talking to Rudy over the break and I said, you know what? They're vaccinating children. Bad idea. Top to bottom, they're vaccinating wherever they possibly can. Here's what's happening. Parents aren't wanting to vaccinate their children. You always got to trust a parent, right? Trust the mom, trust the dad, right? Here's an article from the Wall Street Journal. How can you get your under five-year-old child vaccinated? What to know after COVID vaccines, Pfizer and Moderna started rolling out their children six months to five years old. Here's what to know. Don't do it at all. They're throwing out dosages of all these vaccines. He has to declare that it's over because I think they know the game is up. They know that these shots are killing people and they're doing nothing to prevent people from getting COVID-19. How do you take the, uh, 
tension? How do you take the, uh, you know, make it make, make everything a little bit more easier? You, you, you remove these restrictions that have been going on. I'm a little off today. You should know that, Rudy. Just uh, let you know, Rudy. Uh, but you always, I mean, you always still make a whole bunch of sense. <laughs> today. No, I, I, I actually do. Always good to hear Rudy again on the radio. So on so many levels. Need to propose Kiva a Kirtland Sandia win-win. Okay. The wages of sin is death. Yes. Folks still masking at the store. So pathetic. Yes. That would be called the Hegelian dialect. Problem, reaction, solution. You could you too can be trained. Just like a dog. Now let's get to these numbers. Because I thought. The number one issue for the gubernatorial election, the number one issue across the country is what, Rudy? The economy. Is it? Not according to the polls. The, the number one issue for everybody is crime. We have the updated numbers, and this is why it matters. Vote for New Mexico. Bring New Mexico to life November 8th. Bring NM to life. That's going to be hard to do. Dead last and everything. Dead last New Mexico. New Mexico is dead last in keeping us safe because of high crime rate. Here are the latest facts. Latest latest numbers, right, uh, Rudy? Yeah, those are the latest. Read them and weep uh, if, you, uh, if you like weeping. If you like being sad, having an excuse, being a victim, being fat, lazy, stoned, drunk, New Mexico is definitely the place for you. If, that's, if those are your objectives in life, hey, come to New Mexico. Born to lose, top to bottom. Okay, wasn't always that way. We were the first, with everything. We were first people to you know, bring wine, civilization, if you will. All these, yeah. Sorry, 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 Navajos. You don't have any horses. Glad we brought you some horses. Right. <laughs> it's true. The ten states with the highest crime rates. New Mexico. Well, we'll start from the bottom. Because we, we know at the very end of what I'm going to say is New Mexico is the worst. Missouri, uh, 5,600 per 100,000. 5,609 for Oregon for 100,000. Tennessee comes in at 8. 5,658 okay, for 100,000. 7, Washington, 5,758 per 100,000. Yeah, that's 5,758. That's the way I'm going to say it. I'm not going to say the whole thousand. 58.69 in Oklahoma per 100,000. Very conservative state. Okay, so Being conservative isn't the only thing that's going to solve it. But they also have large amounts of Native American reservations uh, that are out there. Uh, very violent places, by the way. The Native American reservation. Murders never solved. I, I know there's still, in the FBI, cracking down on the, like, 90 or so missing people, you know, over the last 15 years. Just disappeared. Gone. Skinwalkers. They just invent things now. Five, Arkansas, 58.98 per 100,000. Four, South Kakalaki at 59.72 per 100,000. Colorado, just above us, 60.90 over the 6,000 mark per 100,000. Louisiana, 64.08. And New Mexico coming in at nearly 6,500 per 100,000. Violent crime rate, folks. We are one of the top 50 cities in the world for violent crime rate. Murders? Nearly 30. Is that where we're at right now per 100,000? Yeah. That would put us in the top 50 world's deadliest cities. Look it up. Look it up. 
I think the uh, the number 50 comes in at like number 32. World's deadliest city per 100,000. Nonviolent crime rate, 56.83. Violent crime rate, 7.78. Rudy, you would walk into a store or, you excuse me, a church. It's not a store. Although they are just selling Christ, aren't they? Mm. The good ones aren't. What do they sell? What, what do they sell? I mean, they, they, they adhere to the lockdown. They're all on board with it. Yeah, we're going to do what the governor says. The archdiocese, you got to be disappointed in the archdiocese. I, I was they're hiring, this, yeah. they're hiring gay priests to run St. Mary's, and they shut down, and they cower to anything Michelle Lujan Grisham, and they promote uh, diversity in marriage. They want they want men to marry men, women to marry men. They they defend. <laughs> they defend that. Pretty pretty in, in, incredible. You would want to go into a church and oh, and they they're pro abortion. You got Catholic pro. Can you be Catholic and pro abortion? No. Well, why do we have so many people who are pro abortion Catholics? I think they just vote for the wrong people, and so it just continues to perpetuate. I think people down deep in their hearts recognize, ooh, that's just awful. Can you be Catholic? Can you be Catholic uh, and a Democrat? I don't think so. No. The answer is no. You can't. Is it simply not possible? So if you're one of those things, you shouldn't be one of those things. But we're going to do it anyway because you're still living in 1963. And John F. Kennedy was a Democrat, a Catholic Democrat. That was different. So if you walked into a church, Rudy, what's the question that you'd ask Catholics? We get some uh, tips about believing in life. Do you believe in life? Well, your, your, your party doesn't. Why are you a registered Democrat? You know, the, I really think that if Catholics would get permission from their pastors, from the leadership, to go ahead and vote for people that are pro-life, I think they would. I think that they're stuck on this. Well, mom and dad always told me to vote Democrat. So you think I have that's to. still a thing? Oh, yeah. In New Mexico, it clearly is. You can't have, you can't be thinking like a normal reasoning human being and vote for some of the people that, for someone like Michelle Lujan Grisham, that just opened up another abortion mill just on the west end, of, on the east end of the state. So she can get more people to the state because, oh, we got to help those people. No, we don't. We don't need to have abortion up to birth. I used to think, I used to think that Michelle Lujan Grisham was going to go to hell. And then I remembered, well, she is in hell. We're all in hell. We're in her hell. We're in the Democrat hell. We've done every single bad thing we could possibly do. And they're running around telling each other that, that it's a great thing. Albuquerque, New Mexico is hell on earth. I love this city. But we have absolutely paved the way for these types of ridiculous policies that have uh, created the environment that we now have inherited, which is not a world I want my children growing up in. I know that you got to feel the same way, Rudy. I do. I'm scared to death for my grandnephews. Three of them that I don't know what kind of hope they have if we don't turn things around in New Mexico. And I'm really tired of that if word. We have to turn things around for my great grandnephews to have any kind of hope in Albuquerque, in New Mexico. Upon looking up a business on Yelp, are you registered to vote is what they ask you. It was strategically placed in the middle of the page. It immediately captured my attention. My curiosity led me down the rabbit hole to see where it led. It took me to Civic Nation with the first black woman with her fist in the air wearing a vote mask on. 
It claims that they've engaged over 120 Americans on critical issue. I doubt that they share any form of critical thinking if they're still wearing a mask. I'm all for encouraging and educating people to vote. However, the site is technically an uneducated, woke organization trying to mislead voters into donating. It's, it's not an official site to register to vote. It even discloses that. It's amazing how these groups are out there trying to confuse voters rather than truly educate them for the better. I mean, folks, let's put it right there. When you look at our educational system in our performance on those levels, and you have a candidate in Mark Ronchetti who has solutions both to crime and for education and putting it out there. Why not choose that candidate? 550-50-500 if you want to continue uh, texting in. I've got some uh, more stuff right after the break. We'll... Uh, Jump in uh, back on GOP unity and all you non-Trump Republicans will see what you have accomplished. Rock of Talk. I was just looking at a map. Uh, yes, I subscribe to the New York Times. I read everything, but I do. All right, so um, so I'm looking at a map, Rudy. Yeah. And just just follow me here. Okay. Okay. So this is this is important because I'm trying to find you know where the trends are in terms of like the shift. You know, what what Mark's going to need to go ahead and and win because you've got your your never Trumpers you know, who are out there and the Republicans and they're idiots. Not about the personality. I just I don't like dealing with the personalities. So let's go, let's go county by county. This is important. Bernalillo County. This is this is this is insane. This is totally stupid. On the presidential. This is only presidential. Biden versus Trump. Remember, we had no growth here. Economically, we never got we never got thrown in with everything else where, where the everything was rising every place. The economies were growing. New Mexico never got that. We never caught up. We were still dead last on unemployment, still dead last on a number of different factors. Okay. And somehow in Bernalillo County, from from 2016 to 2020, we became 6.7 points more Democrat than we were in 2016. Like, how is that possible? Bernalillo uh-huh. County was 61 to 36. If we didn't participate, and I can only attribute that to, to two things. It's your propagandized news, which is driving your inability to think. And like, how did Joe Biden get 61% in Bernalillo County? Bad information, people not paying attention, the impacts of their choices because they haven't had to. That was the biggest move in the entire state. It wasn't even close. Next one was Los Alamos County was 6.4 points more Democratic. 61.4 to 34.8 for Donald Trump from 2016 to 2020. Let's look at the other ones. Sierra County moved 5.5 points more Democrats there but donald trump won that how about eddie and lee county they hit the gas so sorry that's those eddie and lee counties that's where all the gas is made in the state of mexico for a while uh-huh. <laughs> pardon the pun 
75% for Donald Trump, 23% for Joe Biden. That's why we like it down there. 11 points more Republican than 2016. By the way, those two counties basically fund the entire state. The rest of the, the counties just bitch and moan and complain and show up with their hands up. Lee County, 80% for Donald Trump, 19.4% for Joe Biden. 16,531 votes to Joe Biden's 4,000. What's it going to be in this 2022 midterms? Mostly red arrows. Things moved in the direction towards Donald Trump, but Donald Trump was brought down in the state of New Mexico because of this county where we broadcast. That doesn't seem to make any sense to me. That shouldn't be. Not if most of the, the boxes in this New Mexico box here. You have Luna County. Luna went 54.4, a border county in the state of New Mexico, had 54.4% for Donald Trump. Hidalgo County, 56.7%, an immigrant county for Donald Trump. Chavez County went 70% for Donald Trump. Guadalupe County moved towards Donald Trump by six points. That's a big swing. San Miguel went for Donald Trump for an additional 7.5 points. Wow. Like, this doesn't make sense. You're looking at this and like, well, this is not adding up. Because it doesn't. And you see Red Wave in Nevada, like all of the arrows, more towards Donald Trump in 2020. What happened in Nevada? Guess it wasn't enough. Utah, giant arrows, just completely 36% more Republican. They went from, they went 79, 15.6 for Joe Biden. In Texas, nothing but red. All this entire thing is red. Here, let me give you the, 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 the ones that moved from 2016 through 2020. And it all has to do with the propaganda that was shot to them and the policies that were given to them by their governors who were likely Democrats. Washington moves all one, only one tiny, 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 tiny arrow, red arrow. The rest, all blue. Oregon, all blue. All stupid. All blue. California, all but maybe one, two, three, four. All blue arrows. Everything moving. Towards, the, the biggest one was, was Inyo County, four, 14 points more Democratic than 2016. A county that Donald Trump had actually won. The trend is your friend. What does this tell us? This tells us that this doesn't line up with what the outcome came. That Donald Trump was actually good. That he was good for the party. We saw considerably more people voting for Republican based upon this map that I'm getting from the New York Times, folks. From the New York Times. If you have these counties and they're moving more towards red, shouldn't Donald Trump have won? But yet he, he loses 82, 82 million to 74 million. New York, all blue. New Hampshire, all blue. Virginia, all blue. We go to national popular vote and 73% of the states have already approved that. We go to national popular vote. You know what you get? You get no presidential candidate will ever visit the state of New Mexico again because they won't need to. For what? 
There's nothing here. All these places will just lay waste to the election of big cities like Chicago, blue, Los Angeles, blue, New York City, extremely blue, Detroit, blue. All the places where they do the handouts, the free housing, you know, the drug centers so people can take their cannabis and their drugs responsibly. Everything will be blue. And what are we going to do? What are the Reds going to do? Go hang out in rural areas and just say, well, I'm sure I'm glad I'm living here. You can. Your country will be overrun by these people and these policies. And then they'll find you and finally do something with you. So did it help you Republicans to be anti-Trump? No. Did it help our country? Definitely not. And after this election during the midterms, what can the not Trump Republicans accomplish? Nothing. Who are they? Well, she lost uh, Wyoming, uh, Liz Cheney, Larry Hogan of Maryland, Asa Hutchinson of Arkansas, all looking for what? Power, presidential power of their own, by the way, folks. Cheney and her allies stare down a long, if not impossible, odds on toppling Trump from his perch as a GOP kingmaker and 2024 nominee. I think we got two. I expect the two years following the results of this election, which will not be a red wave, despite the fact that I'm seeing on the New York Times page a red wave, how does that to be more violent. There'll be more physical altercations. People are going to take the law into their hands. They're not going to put up with it anymore. And you're not going to be able to throw these people in jail. It's going to be us versus the government. At this point, we can't believe, we can't trust the agencies, we can't trust the government, we can't trust what they're pushing out, we can't trust them on COVID, we can't trust them on crime, but we can sure get their propaganda from their news media agencies, ABC, CBS, NBC, we can get all that all day long, and they pump that information into you, and it's like, well, please vote for us, please vote for us, Aren't, aren't things better? No, they're not. They're actually worse, but you told me to hate this person, so I've been hating him, and uh, that doesn't seem to be helping my bottom line. Confidence has never been this low. But people like fairy tale hour. They like story time. They like reaffirming what they want the news to be, right? Pick and choose, and I only want to hear the good news. I only want to do, hey, that I can have these type of alternative lifestyles and all this drug use and everything. And still, I'm going to be able to get up in the morning, pay my bills, and everything's everything's good. And be a shiny example for my kids. That's where we're at. 550-5500. How can New Mexico be considered the capital of abortion yet be a Catholic state? Pure hypocrisy. Bottom line, you can't be a true Catholic if you aren't pro-life. No excuses. Anyone who claims to be a Christian and votes for a party that encourages the murder of babies is going against God's word. That's what it has when I'm a Knight of Columbus. There's no justification for killing a baby. It's not right as a woman to kill a baby. My body was created to give life, not end it. What's about the baby's rights? Could the Catholic Democratic voter be selfish and uh, prejudiced? I think so. Good show, Eddie, today. Nice to hear, Rudy. Still can't access these homicide stats as well. Maybe you can, but I can't. Here's the link. Tell me what you can do. There we go. The party of death doesn't want to share how much death is out there.
606 on the 505 with more 411 here for the third hour. Commercial free, you and me, and maybe your phone calls if you want to go ahead and do it. Let me uh, light that up at 505 550 5500. That's 550 5500 if you want to go ahead and uh, call in. Ron Ketty needs to push out a plan to give New Mexico citizens money from oil and gas revenue annually. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen for very long because it's at 2045. Similar to what Alaska. He actually has talked about that. I was very impressed with his answers when we gave him the win when he uh, did the debate. Uh, Dems love their chi, what? Chichicitos? I don't know what that is. A path to victory if he can sell it. And he has been. He's very good, effective communicator. I would say that he is also very up. Uh, he sounded good, but it's all about Bernalillo County, as we're finding out. I'm actually going through, you know, they have these really great maps. Unfortunately, they're on the New York Times, but they have these really great maps, Rudy, that talk about the margin of victory. Yeah. You know, size of lead, shift from 2016. And that's what you have to look at. You have to look at the trend. And so when I say there's not going to be a right of wave, I'm telling you why because you're looking at these actual numbers and you know, the big blue circles and the margins, guess where they're biggest. I mean, look, look at this nearly 2.2 million more votes in Los Angeles County for Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. I mean, that's seismic. That's, that, that's gigantic. If you look at uh, Los Angeles County in 2016, right. you go to, let's see if we can pull up the uh, same exact one. Okay. The lead for Hillary Clinton was actually larger. Overall, it was larger. So it went from 2.4 million against 769,000 for Donald Trump, okay, in Los Angeles County, to 3 million to 1.1 million. <laughs> Donald Trump got, got 500,000 more votes, yet lost by more votes because people were so excited about Joe Biden. Right? And now we're kind of talking about right here. Like, how is that even possible? It's not. Hillary Clinton. It's not. Hillary Clinton won by 1.7 million in Los Angeles County. But Joe Biden wins by uh, 2. Point... Gosh. Is it 2 million? Basically 1.9 million. Okay. With significantly more people to vote. 3 million versus Hillary's 2.4 million. Seattle, another place. This is very interesting. 75 to 22, 907,000 in, this is 2020. Joe Biden, 907,000, 269,000 in King County for Donald Trump. You go back to that same time, and you look at that, Hillary Clinton got 718,000. Donald Trump got more votes than he did before. He went from 216 in 2016 to 269, okay? That's significant, right? Good number, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's significantly more, another 50,000. But somehow Joe Biden, he gets nearly 200,000 votes more. Seven, that's more than that. Let's see what he's got. He gets, yeah, 200,000 votes more than Hillary Clinton did. That's impossible. It's just not possible. It's impossible. Thank you, Rudy. Let's move it on over to Michigan. Cook County. That's in Chicago, by the way, Chicago. So let's do that, and then we'll go to Michigan. Cook County. I'm going to the places where they end up finding all the additional votes, right? The additional votes. In Michigan, Wisconsin was one of those. All suddenly, all these votes all turned up from 4 to 7 a.m. at the same time. Remember? Yep. Same time. Joe Biden got 1.725 million in Cook County, okay? 2020. 
In Cook County, Hillary Clinton got 1.6 million. Donald Trump got 453,000 votes in 2016 to in 2020. He got 558, nearly 200,000 more votes than what he got before. It's not possible. The votes aren't being manufactured. I don't know. We can go to Manhattan and some of these other places, but you get the picture following the trends or the marginal leads in the largest cities where, you know, go to a place like Philadelphia, right? You pull up Philadelphia. You look at some of these areas like, oh, my gosh, this makes Philadelphia County. 81.4% for Joe Biden. Philadelphia is full of stupid people. 81.4% of stupid people. Well, they're not stupid enough to cheat on every single election. 603,000 to 132 in 2020. Biden over Trump. Okay. We got that same Philadelphia County. If we can find it. What did it look like then? Got to zoom in to find it because it's actually considerably smaller. Not 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 able to pull it up for some reason. Let's see. Oh, I just I just had it. Philadelphia County. Here it is. Eighty-two point three percent. By less votes than what Hillary Clinton got. I mean, excuse me. Joe Biden only got thirty thousand more votes than Hillary Clinton. I said that right, right? Yep. Donald Trump has one hundred and eight thousand votes in Philadelphia County in twenty sixteen. In twenty twenty. This is how you know this is all wrong. He got 132, and somehow Joe Biden went up by the same margin that Donald Trump went up. So you look at this whole thing. Oh, higher voter turnout. More people were motivated. Motivated for what? These numbers just don't add up for me. Either the shift or the size of the lead, and then you can just uh, look at this data. But we'll be looking at all that data uh, once this uh, ends up running 550-5500 if you want to go ahead and call and I'll flip the phones on and uh, we can talk about what your expectations are really uh, for this. I'm, I'm not feeling particularly positive about it uh, and I think that that's a good thing because um, hopefully it's going to mo- be motivating people uh, to get out and vote. And Rudy, you're helping do a lot of that, aren't you? Well, we have to because if we do not g- get out and get people to go vote, that's just the number one thing, get people to go vote. All your friends, listen, everyone that's listening to the station, the majority of your friends are Republicans. If we don't get people to go out and vote, and this little excuse of, I question New Mexico's integrity to vote, then would you please have the integrity to go vote? I mean, seriously, if you're questioning the integrity of the vote and you're not voting, please walk now, away. Let me ask you a question. This has always kind of bothered me also about the votes in 20. 20- Something something happened during 2020. What happened during 2020? Oh, yeah, COVID, remember? That's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. How thing. did you get 17 million more votes while you were locked in at home for a Democratic candidate? How is that possible when we were masking, social distancing, you know, people weren't going to the polls? Oh, yeah, it's called mailing in the vote. How can you manufacture 17 million more votes than your previous person? Okay. That's because you literally manufacture the vote. That's the only explanation. They didn't show up to the polls. People weren't voting. They can mail in, mail in ballots, mail in this. The whole entire movie, 2000 Mules, is about exactly that. These people showed up multiple times, and they got away with it. Why? Because, well, this person, he told me to turn in his ballot. Would that be fair? No. That's not the law. But we're the ones that are getting called out on this because we're suggesting that something may have happened.
Republicans launched mass recruitment of GOP poll watchers in battleground states. Well, you don't have to win it at the polls anymore. We can get poll watchers, but you actually have to watch the boxes themselves. That's what you have to do ahead of time. It's no longer good to just do the poll watching because a lot of people aren't showing up that day. I've, I've gone and vote last three times, last three times, right? Yeah. Last year I did the primary, uh, obviously for the mayor last year and the time before that, well, we had a congressional election or whatever. Nobody was there. But the last three times I showed up after the 2020 election. And they're telling us we can't film the ballot box. Policy, we know we got them. On truth, we know we got them. Performance, we know we got them. We got them on every single thing. But they, he who counts the votes, decides the outcome. And it's not us. And they have the audacity to talk to us about democracy. After, I, after this, I don't know that elections are even worth having at some point. You should just tell us who is going to go ahead and be the next president. That's pretty much what we've got. A conservative film now playing in select theaters around the country isn't determinative, definitive proof of widespread voter fraud, as former President Donald Trump has claimed. It's called 2,000 Mules. And basically, Joe Biden didn't get the votes, but he did get the ballots, okay, in a sense. But it's incredible. It's an incredible document. It exposes the fraud like nothing else. You could show people, and then they're going to create 40, 50, 100, 200 websites, and everyone's all going to say the same thing. Just like they all believe the same crap about taking the vaccine. Just like they all believe the same uh, crap about, well, wear a mask is going to keep you safe. None of this stuff is true. You're, you're simply insane. You're totally and completely effing insane at this point. Wishful thinking is turned into fact in this world. Everything is about, oh, how it made me feel, how he makes me feel. Like, like that's not truth. You're the one making yourself feel like because you're self-projecting onto yourself. Well, I think it makes me, this is why I prefer, prefer. how do we come out of COVID and start going into all sorts of LGBTQ, Black Lives Matter, uh, this is how, this is making me feel, because they created it while you were at home. Protecting yourself from COVID. Then they took and stole everything. They stole your country. Where do you steal it? At the ballot box. Do the numbers at one time, certain folks were three-fifths of a vote. When you took look at the numbers from Biden, it says 1.6. I don't know what that means, votes. The film, which the makers say has been viewed millions, comes at the issue of voter fraud from a unique angle. The conservative group True the Vote paid $2 million for geotracking data of cell phones used in targeted areas of five swing states in the weeks leading up to the presidential. This is the only thing that matters. These people were tracked. They got the information. They found they went, no, no, can't do it. That doesn't make sense. And we've always got a way to explain it away. How is it that they can explain every single thing and explain it away? And why do you allow them? Do you like, you like people lying to you? Are you okay with that? Because if you like people lying to you, then you got your president that you've wanted. The ultimate liar in chief, Mr. Joe Biden. Oh, but at least he's not Donald Trump. You've got a liar. You like being lied to. If that's what you like, there you go. You've got your guy. Now you're going to get the results of all that. God needs to bring down the United States of America at this point. 
because some of you are just too stupid. Or you like to believe the lies because of how it makes you feel. You know, you don't trust feelings, right? You trust your gut. I always say that. You got you to trust your gut. Whatever your gut's telling you, if your gut, you know, you got that, that, that feeling inside of you, you know, you got to go towards that. Help me in everything I've ever done in my entire life. I never go against myself. Yet we are going against ourselves in droves, against your own best interest. You have no more rational actors because people are, again, high or drunk or just plain stupid. In many cases, all three. Bill argues there can be no other reasonable explanation for that other than the cell phone users were acting as mules in a massive nationwide scheme in which they were paid illegally to traffic fraudulent ballots. I just looked at the, the, the information from the New York Times. That was exactly what it would say. The trend does it reflects a red wave, yet the results came out completely different. More people showed up to vote for Donald Trump by 13 million. It didn't matter. We're going to find millions upon millions of other things to go ahead and stuff those ballot boxes with, and that's what they did. Like, oh, we're not going to let that happen again. Like, they are committed to winning and lying like nobody else. Like nobody else. Mark Ronchetti can have all the plans that he wants. You know, we can go ahead and have all these great ideas and policies and things that we want to talk. It's not going to matter if you don't win on game day. Your ideas don't count for crap. If you don't have a voice, it won't matter. You're going to continue to get failing schools. You can continue to get more and more crime. You're going to continue to get all of these things because of how somebody made you feel. No, I hate him. He's terrible. Well, okay, cut your nose off to spite your face, and you can go ahead and have the country, right? Like these people who say that they don't, they're, they're like doctors. They don't believe in vaccines, or they don't believe in the, the giving the COVID vaccine. Oh, no, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. And turns out they're giving away vaccines. They're literally sticking them at people. Why, why do I want to lose my job? Well, you're killing people. You're literally killing people with your vaccination. Quote, unquote, vaccination. All this stuff has been exposed. Today, those pharmaceutical companies, their stock went through the floor. The drop like, like, oh, wow. Because you declared the vaccine was over. These guys are all believing in, in, uh, in, in Joe Biden. Like, oh, he's just going to keep, keep this thing going up forever. Just keep investing us. We'll just keep inventing new stories and new variants and New reasons to go ahead and get boosted and vaxxed and shot and all this. And the people are like, yeah, I got vaxxed because I took it seriously. Because what would be the adverse of that? The adverse would be like, well, I took a vax and oh my, oh my gosh, uh, I had side effects, but I know that's okay. At least we don't have him in, pre in the presidency anymore. <laughs> like that, that's the rationale. Well, at least I'll recover quicker because of the vaccine. That's not the definition of a vaccine, you idiot. How is it that you can't see that? Donate now because facts matter. Uh, donate now because I will lie to your face every single day while I'm president. And then I'll change the variables so that you'll ultimately believe because at least I'm not them. I'll gaslight. I'll project. I'll manufacture problems. This is, this is the sickness. It's a world sickness. The, the, the real disease is the disease of a, a, a inability of people to read and process information anymore. And then, of course, be commonsensical. People, I don't want to talk about politics. Yeah, good. 
Glad you don't want to talk about politics because we're seeing where that's going. I need to avoid politics. I don't want to make this political. You know, everyone's political these days. Oh, oh not politics. Now politics is running your life. Just that they don't want to call it politics, right? Unless it's that man who's never been political, who's never won public office, never done anything, and we're going to destroy him because he's very political. He's a businessman. Didn't you guys all grow for like 10, 15, 20 years? Like, you know what we really need in this country? I mean, I remember growing up and listening to people all the time. They, they would just talk and talk, and they'd be like, you know, this country could use a businessman. No more attorneys. No, that's not what you wanted. You didn't want a businessman. You want an attorney. You got the, co- the country that you got, and then you're still trying to change the facts. Just to make you feel like, yeah, I made a good decision on this. You go and buy a car, and you immediately come back, you're like, You're saying to yourself, man, I shouldn't have bought that car. Man, I shouldn't have bought that house. Man, I should have bought that shirt. I shouldn't have eaten there. I should have, I should have, I should have trusted my gut. But then someone comes to ask you, hey, how do you like your car? Oh, I love it. Oh, they, my car? Oh, you, you, you got to get one of these. Because misery loves company. Oh, that house? Oh, I'm so glad we bought in the neighborhood. This is a really great neighborhood. It's like, meanwhile, you're telling yourself, I really don't like this place. I don't really like where I live. Okay, but what are you going to do? You're going to say, no, I'm, I'm, I bought a bad house. This is a terrible car. I made a bad decision. No, you idiots are out there trying to sell your car, your house, whatever you want. Oh, you got go get it. Do it. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong on that. That's all of you people out there who don't want to be said, oh, I made a bad decision. Your marriages. Oh, that, that's classic, right? Oh, yeah, I love my wife. No, I love my husband. He's he's great. Ninety five percent of you would, would trade him in or her in today. We're like, well, I really made it, but I'm already in. I'm already already made the commitment. <laughs> like you just feel well. I'm just gonna go ahead and rationalize why I should stay in this relationship. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm getting abused. People are telling me this. I'm like, why can't you just be alone? Why do you have to be in an abusive, bad relationship? Well, you know, it just looks bad, and people should be married, and uh, we have all these ideas about things, blah, blah, blah. How about pot? Let's, let's try pot about how you rationalize that, right? Oh, it's uh, CBD. It's, it's healthy for you. Well, you know, it's really taken the ease off as of late. It's like later on, three months down the line, oh, I just need more. I don't know why I need more. Why well, maintain more pot? Well, it's a good decision. I'm going to go ahead and stick with it. No, I'm not going to do that again, but then you're going to do it again. Then you're going to justify why you did it. Why? Because your ego is wrapped up in all of these things. Walk away. Don't buy the car. Trade it back in. Say you made a bad decision. Be honest with yourself and move on. That is all you have to do, right? And say, well, you know what? Joe Biden is a pretty bad guy. He's a terrible guy. He's got a horrible son. He's not a good father. He's not a good person. I know he's downright evil. I know they've cheated. I know they're, 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 you know, his son is trying to renegotiate with a stripper for his child support. What else do I need to tell you? And you're going to rationalize it. Well, you know, we're just going to put a shiny polish on this and put it on NPR and make it sound official. And then, you know, make it make, make everything feel good you feel good then it then it works it made me feel good for a second like why does anybody hand each other greeting cards i i don't buy greeting cards i think rudy you know this right yeah yeah i i I have this thing about greeting cards i just hate them i literally loathe greeting cards 
I don't want to get a greeting card. Someone wrote me a handwritten letter. It's fine. I don't want you to go shop. You see all these people shopping and, you know, getting cards or gifts, right? Gifts. I, gift giving is, is useless. I love giving gifts whenever, for whatever reason. I don't think of it as a gift. It's like, here, I thought of you. I thought I got this. Here it is. You should get this. Oh, this is awesome. It's like, you do that. But now you've, you've turned it into this whole tire event that you're doing. And you would say, oh, I got 12 cards and this and this is like, I said, well, it's really meaningful what you gave me. This is, you really, really comes from the heart. No, you went to a store, you bought it, and you gave somebody a gift. I mean, you gave somebody a card. That's hollow, right? And then you go around, you just, you, you justify it to yourself. Oh, that's because that's what people do. Because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to wear the mask. We're supposed to take the vax. We're supposed to do all of these things, right? Because we're supposed to do it. So I do it. Why? I don't know, because that's what we're supposed to do. Hey, why do you do that? I don't know, but you should do it too, okay? Be with us. We do it, and you do it too. We're the do-its. We do it all day, all night. We do it. We don't know why we do it. We do it, and then we curse the people who don't do it. I don't know why we don't. I don't know why we curse the people who don't do it. There's us and them, and we are the good ones, and they are the bad ones because they don't do it. When did we get involved in this sort of collectivist type of thinking? when you're all getting the same messages from the same places and there's no originality in any of you. The highest compliment you can pay me is to tell me that I don't know anybody else like you. I'm like, good, then I've achieved my objective. My objective is to be me. And if that means I'm like nobody else, then I'd think that that's pretty good. Whether or not you think it's good doesn't matter to me. What matters is that you recognize it as something different as not part of the do-its or the us versus them or part of the crowds. My ability that my brain is turned on and I am thinking. Why you will end up dead like the lemmings is because you follow the herd. The government wants to push you in to a forced herd mentality. Why? Because you're able to be controlled. They can tell you what to do, where to go, how to be, who to talk to, how close to talk to them, how close to walk with them, what days to go to work, what days not to go to work, what days to get this, what days not to get this, and go here and go there, and how far you can go, and you better get this. If you don't, you're bad. This is when did we get to this point? When just a few of the people were controlling the variables. When just a few of the people were controlling the votes, when a few of the people were controlling the country, when a few of the people decided, hey, you know what, more for us, less for them, but they won't know it. They'll feel like they're getting more, but they're not. They're not getting more. But if you make them feel as if they are getting more, then they'll believe that they're getting more, regardless of whether or not they're actually getting more. Don't you know it's a good economy? No, we're getting less. Oh, I know it's less. If I'm really trusting my gut, my gut says, yeah, I'm definitely getting less got a lot less than I have before, but I better not say that because if I say I get less than the guy who tells me I'm getting more may not be in power anymore. And I kind of want the guy who tells me I'm getting more. And despite the fact that I was getting more before, because he at least doesn't make me feel like that guy, the guy who has confidence, the guy who knows how to get things done, the guy who actually, well, I just don't like him. Actually that, that, that that's reason enough. Is not a reason enough. It's crazy. We do things because other people have told us to do them, not because they people made a decision. You know what the essence 
of being an individual, of being a man, of being, about doing is being able to be responsible and make your own decisions and standing on your own two feet. We don't have that anymore. I don't even know if we don't even have men anymore. Where are the men? The men, men want to be women or 56 different other genders that are out there. That's insane. And women, well, women power. They're like, yeah, we believe in the power of women so much. We want men to become women. <laughs> Doesn't that defeat the whole idea about being a woman and woman power to begin with? Your role as a mother, I want to work more. I am woman, hear me roar. Okay, go work more. Okay. But you're giving away all your power every single time that you don't take up those unbelievable feminine qualities that men idealize so much. And then you can't f figure out why your husband cheated on you or why nobody likes you because you started acting a particular way. That's sort of outside your bound, but you did it because, well, that's what that that's, that's the trend. That's what we're doing. I'm finding myself. Every single thing that I'm talking about has everything to do with politics. They're all based upon choices that you're not making. The reason why they don't want you talking about politics and the reason why they do want you going with the herd is because the moment that you actually start thinking for yourself and you have a couple of ideas about yourself, that you might separate and you might come to your own conclusions about life, about who to vote for, about where to be, about what car to buy, about what house to buy. what, And then you're an individual and we don't like individuals. Who do you think you are standing out there being so strong, being so tough, making your own decisions? What, what kind of person are you? Who decides that you want to go ahead and do this and do that? Don't you know that what we do is the right thing to do? Us, we, the mass, the vax, the people who voted for Joe Biden, we, we did it. And but you can still do your own thing. You just be diverse. Because diversity has taken some sort of weird identity slot in people, right? People get to talk about things that are totally un unchangeable. And the events that it is unchangeable, they make them something that they can immediately change. Why would you have a coming out party of choosing red versus pink for your baby? Your baby didn't get a chance to go ahead and choose. Don't you know? None of you guys can celebrate it. I think it's actually, there's got to be a word for it. Birthism, right? How dare you put my, despite the fact that I have confirmed male genitalia, how dare you call me a male? I didn't get a chance, mom and dad. I'm ready. I'm cis or what? I don't even know what these things are, by the way. I don't pay attention to it. My personal pronouns are F and U all day long. Walk up to me and ask me, what's your personal pro, pro, pronouns? F and U, up yours twice a week. Is that, is that mask across your face? Is that a target for me to punch? Then keep your mouth shut. Wear your mask, be the way that you want to be, okay? Whatever it is that you want to do, but just make sure it's your choice. And arm yourself with the facts and the science and all this information, because we do and I have. And they think. That's it. There's no doubt there's cheating. There's no doubt it will be an unfair election. There's no doubt that I don't have any faith in the election system. We'll do the limited amount that we possibly can. The rational choice for us after these lockdowns and the rest of the problems here that we've encountered under the uh, dictatorship of Michelle Lujan Grisham should lead us to move away directly from her, but we're no longer rational actors because we're more interested in how somebody makes us feel. But didn't she make you feel little? No, you didn't say that. She was doing it for her own good. 
She was taking care of us. She was looking out for us. Go look at all the comments on those. Uh, what's that news app that's uh, out there? Those are literally all of our listeners who are like sitting there making every single type of comment. Why are they doing that? Okay. They're voicing their, the, the reality that really exists for all of us. But you're too afraid to stand up because you might get fired or so-and-so who you have your eye on. He may not like you. She may not like you. Right? Oh, I can't say that around school. Somebody was like, literally, someone was giving me crap last week about the fact that I was calling out somebody for wearing yoga pants. At school, picking up your children. You're showing up to pick up your children in yoga pants where all these little kids can see your mom's ass? Hey, hey, Sam, <laughs> look, your, your, your mom's wearing yoga pants. She's got a nice ass. Well, that's okay. She's not, she's not my mom. Uh, she, she's, uh, she's transitioning. Folks, it's all there. It's all over but the crying at this point. There are organizations and people and causes who are trying to speak to you in a rational way. True the Vote had surveillance video, geocached all these kind of things. The facts are the facts. We had the geo-tracking data for all these people who made the drops. They paid us an extensive amount of money. And when they came out with their information, what happened? You found a way to create a story because you didn't really think that people cheated. Right? It's like a, a wife or a husband. Yeah, I don't really think she's cheating on me. I don't really think he's cheating on me. I don't know. He can never do that. Oh, there's no one's cheating. There's no, just never, never do it. They cheat. Your president is a cheater. Your party cheats. It's run by a bunch of criminals who are woke because they're trying to get you distracted on something else that they want to make more important than their own cheating. Well, everyone's been through it. That was hard times. Not bad decisions. You know, uh, they can explain it away. So why convicted felons right now? They just let him out. Oh, he's convicted murderer today in New York City. Well, uh, Syed, <laughs> interestingly enough. Oh, you know what? It could have been two other people. But we have him in, and it could have been him too, but that's okay. He choked his girlfriend when she was 17. He was supposed to get the death penalty. They removed the death penalty because they wanted to be nice to him, right? And they said he'll have life in prison. Oh, and then he gets out. Yeah, so much for life in prison. There's no cause and effect. There's nothing happening anymore where people are able to like say, hey, you know what? He made, he was accountable for his decision that he made. Now we just have understanding that everyone's basically a criminal. Everyone uses drugs. Everyone's a criminal. You know, how about your kids? When your kids become criminal and your kid at 17 years of age chokes his girlfriend to death, I want to make sure that you, I want to, I want to hear you justify that that he should be let out of prison. Fear of God, the beginning of knowledge. We don't have God. There is no knowledge. There is no truth. We're walking around with people who are believing in their own fictions, their BS, in absentia. Their own BS about the way that they see the world because apparently they just generate self-generated themselves at some point. There's laws, there's rules, there's books, there's all these things that have been written for a very, very long time. 
And you're like, well, you know what? You can base your life upon these things because, you know, a thousand generations before you have all had to do the hard work. And here, son, you have all the good things I'm going to leave behind for you so that you will prosper for the next generations. We used to talk about generations, generations, generations. You're the son of, you know, all written in the Bible. And your bloodline will eventually die off if you don't make the right decisions. Sons of sons of sons of sons, right? I literally sometimes laugh at people. I'm like, oh, boy, he's a, he's a real SOB. He's like, that. oh, he has no kids. Nothing to live for. I'm like, okay, what do you live for? Just for yourself? You live to be right? You live to be this? Live to be that? I don't care. Doesn't matter to me much, but I mean, without legacy, what are you? Without a history, without living out where people know you, who are you? Without having an identified a set of rules and values for yourself, what are you? Without relationship, nobody can ask, how are you? Everybody thinks they have the answers. I don't. I just know that there's a historical record of various things that have happened that prove that they're going to happen again and again and again. And we fail to learn from these lessons because we think we know more. And the simple fact of the matter is we don't. This country, I told you, will come to an end before 250 years if we continue down this path, if we allow this stuff to happen. And we're sitting here, I put myself out there, and I don't even know why anymore. I don't see anybody else doing it. I don't see a whole heck of a lot of people sticking their neck out, you know, literally risking life and limb, putting themselves in danger, going to places where they know that they could, you know, get attacked. And they like know who he is and what's he stand for? And oh, he's a terrible person. We need to go ahead and kill him. Yeah. Get those types of threats. How do I deal with it? I don't. I don't engage it. You avoid it. And I continue to think about what I need to do every single day. And I have not absconded and tried to get rid of the fight and say, oh, I'm going to go hide out and I'm going to go ahead and pretend that these issues don't exist. And that, that, when someone doesn't recognize me as a fighter, as someone who fights, I don't know what to think about that person. I don't know what to think. Because if you don't know who I am and what I care about and the symptoms that I've developed and habits that I've developed over time, which are not good, by the way, and self-harming at times, but I don't know how else to rationalize me being able to go ahead and deal with fighting, with chasing, with giving these people what they deserve. Because nobody else is doing it. There's no consequence in this world any longer for bad behavior. People need consequence. If someone treats you bad, if somebody treats you badly, if somebody questions something about you, you give them a consequence, period. There's no consequences for people. There's no consequence for these votes. There's no consequence. And they're going to continue getting away with whatever they're going to do. It could be anybody. It could be politicians, what I'm thinking of here. Politicians, I want to be specific. Joe Biden, 
No consequences for that criminal. Now he's running the country. Why? Because he himself is surrounded by even more criminals. And those criminals are going to do whatever it takes to make the guys who are actually doing good look bad, look like who they truly are. Well, we're going to turn him into a criminal. He's a bad guy. I told you. <laughs> They're all getting together, the criminals, and finding good people to call them criminals because they don't want to be criminals. It's like allowing them to hide in plain sight. I'm a good guy. Look at me. I'm on the right side of things. Yeah, up here. On the upside down on the other side, right? If you're a man who believes in justice, if you're a man who believes in things, like there's an actual consequences, you want certain people to go to hell. You do. Rudy, I think that's a fair, if we're being honest, right? There's certain people who should have consequences for their actions. And if they're doing bad things, there's no, no justice, no peace. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, you kill people you, because you're black. I, you don't deserve to be put in jail because you killed somebody. Without consequences, there is no living inside of anything. You're not living inside yourself. You're not living inside a society. You're living in complete and total chaos. There have to be consequences. There will be consequences. I believe there will be consequences for everybody. Yep. I just don't think that the consequences are going to be when we're above ground here. We will all be responsible for everything we did one day. I live with that every single day. And you can't call yourself a, oh, have you given your life to Jesus Christ? And they're like, well, you know, I got away with this and this and this and this. I'm like, okay. Well, then you don't, yeah. You, I, I see his, uh, Jesus Christ is a great marketing tool for you. Nice job. <laughs> I wear my cross. I wear it around my neck. It means so much to me. I really believe in Jesus. See, yeah, see look at my tattoos. Look at my, look at my cross. Look at all the things that I demonstrate. Like, well, and what, what about your actions? Well, I got my cross. You know, I go to work. I come home. You know, I pray. What do you think about when you pray? Well, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. What, what prayers do you pray? What do you pray about? Do you, give, do, you give, do you give thanks? Or do you just ask for things? Because you, how it makes you feel. You just need something. You're like, hey, hey, Padre, uh, bail me out on this one, please. Hope, to, hope the universe is lining up in my direction. Is it true, like, appreciation? God, thank you for giving me these wonderful, wonderful gifts of this day and allowing me to learn something else. Thank you for giving me the lesson of this. May I heed that wisdom next time when I'm running into the same situation so that I don't make the same mistake a second time. Does anybody pray like that? God, give me the strength so I can be more conscientious and aware of other people's feelings instead of my own feelings in a situation. God, allow me to think of others before I think of myself. Allow me to be the light in a person's life today. Show me how to be the light the way you have shown me that you are the light for me. Wow. Whoa. What? The light. What is that? I, I, I was requesting, you know, uh, that <laughs> everyone's asking for something. Like God's done handing it. The handouts are done. God, give me grace. Give me wisdom. Give me understanding. God, I really need money. Bail me out of this situation. 
Uh, please, one more time for me. I won't do it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Doing it again next week. Uh, I, I can't get over it. I don't know. I've got this thing. That... Son, I gave you the wisdom. I gave you the information. I put the variables around you. and You chose wrong yet again. Choice. Do we have it? No. There are people have already taken that away from you literally removed it from you. With that, they removed your country. They picked up, they grabbed it, they removed your country, said, here, this is what you get. This guy who's been in Washington, D.C. for 50 years, we're going to go ahead and turn him into your president now. And you'll do what he says because you're stupid or high or drunk or codependent, right? Oh, I need someone to tell me what to do. I can't live without you know, a dog next to me or a human breathing or, you know, something around me all the time. Why? You, you have an empty soul? You just have this need, that just black hole that needs to be constantly be, be fulfilled? Because that's what they prey upon. They look for opportunities. How many souls do we have out there? How many people can we lead down with this false hope? They don't know it's false hope, but if we give them a little bit of hope, maybe, maybe, just maybe, they'll buy what we're selling. And it... Whoa, that trick never fails, right? Because people have been infantilized. As long as you do and you give for them just a little bit, right? And they give it to them and get, well, I deserve this. I, uh, oh, yeah, I deserve this. I deserve this. And yeah, I, you know what? Yeah, we're, we're, we, no. You don't deserve anything. You deserve what you got. That's what, what you got is the most you deserve. And you should be very appreciative. You're not guaranteed tomorrow, next week, next year. You're not guaranteed food, water, basic needs. None of that's guaranteed for you. Especially if you curse it. Especially if you're like, well, I don't know. I don't really like this kind. <laughs> that's not what I was really looking for. Well, you just, you have it. My kids appreciate everything I give them. Why? And they hardly ever ask for anything. And if they do... They, they, they must really want it. There's a lot to think about coming up with this election. I will be better balanced and more ready to go tomorrow. I will tell you over the last uh, 48, 36 to 48 hours has been a very trying time for me. Okay. All right. It, it, it just absolutely has. And I need to find sort of my center again. Uh, so I, I need to find that again for me because then I can do my show the way. And you know what's really funny about all this, Rudy, is it's, it's really funny because I just had everything put together. You know, the, the board went down. I didn't curse God. You know, the, the transmitter went down. I didn't curse God. It's like I just kept fighting the whole entire time, right? Right. And then more and more things continue to happen, and they continue to happen. And then right when I got everything all done again, all over, you know, working my buddy out, and literally just walking around. And I love walking around and say, you know what? Am I being a good steward of the radio station? Is this good? Is this good? And I, I look at it, and, like, I got everything just, you know, because, you know, this isn't a guarantee forever for the rest of my life. But I look at it all, and then all of a sudden, Two more things just show up out of nowhere. 
Did I curse them? No. Did I get angry about it? No. Just like, you know what? I have decisions that I have to make and things I have to do. And I got, I'm going to wait for the messages to come through on my phone and figure out like how to proceed going forward and what to do and, you know, be in the moment, be very conscientious of what's happening and say, you know what? No, this time I'm going to choose myself because I've, I've done this one too many times. I can't be a doormat or a welcome mat for, for anybody or for anything because I have a greater responsibility. You did that for a long time. Did you not? You were a doormat. You were a welcome mat for a lot of people. And then you decided to what? You're not going to worry about anybody else. You're going to worry about doing what you can and can't control. And your life has improved massively for you. Well, and listening to you right now, I'm sitting here saying I'm still finding where you've gone off kilter. I, I understand because you feel it and you know that what has happened to you. But I always look at those. I'm, I shouldn't say always. I have begun, began looking at those things as, okay, I don't know why this is happening, but I'm not going to worry about the thing. God, why am I going through this today? Because you've got a purpose for me in it. I want to learn all I can. I want to suck the marrow out of that bone. I really want to know everything that I need to learn out of this. Because then I'm a better person for it, and I can go for it, and I can actually speak some semblance of truth to people. I've just listened to you this whole time, and I'm saying, wow, if he's off kilter today, whew, he must really have a lot going for him. He's learning from things that are happening to him, and he's not cursing him. He's taking him in. I think that's the key is that you just have to say, okay, well, I've done it this way. I've done it this way. I've done it everything I can. And it's like, okay, well, what's the message? What do I do? Yeah. What do I do? Well, what's my responsibility to? Our responsibility every day, every single day, right, to do is make sure that the radio station works, that it's up, that the information's out there, that there's people who depend upon that information that comes from there. Not just my show, but all the shows that are out there, right? Playing Buck, Len Beck, you know, preparing all that stuff, making making sure it's all up and running and it's working. And then I've made so much more than just a radio station. We made it into you know, political pursuits. We've turned it into things that we put out there. You know, I developed a, an app. I'm still amazed at the number of, of downloads on that app. I mean, now I've uh, eclipsed 5,000 for just a little rinky-dink supposed radio station. With 65 different radio stations that are on that people enjoy, that neat people love to listen to. You know, what's my purpose? My purpose isn't to satisfy anybody else but our listeners. That's the only thing I care about. And when I don't focus on that, when I don't think that and put for something, like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and, and get on the radio. Well, I can get on the radio a certain way. Or I can, you know, miss a day or two. I think what two weeks ago, but three weeks ago, whatever, I just rifle off. It's like, Oh, are you going to do your show by yourself? Yes. Because when I won all my awards, when I did all the things that I was doing, when I was five-time radio host of the year, I was doing everything myself, 100%. You recall that time, 2016, Absolutely. 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. It's like, how does, how does he do it? What are you going to worry about? I'm like, I'm not. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to get out there keep showing up. Because 90%, 90% of success is just showing up. And, and honestly, folks, I really have had a really bad last 36 hours, to be honest. Okay? But I'm also not acknowledging the power in my own life and where that power is coming from and who is responsible for bringing that power. 
Remember this, take this away. You are responsible for the energy that you bring into any situation. 100%. Make people accountable for their energy. Make people accountable for their energy in your life, one way or the other. Okay? That's your decision. Be able to live with it. I've got a lot more to get off my chest, but I'm not going to be doing that today because I don't need to do it today. Rudy, I'm glad that you're back. I'm sorry you haven't been in the radio for, for some time, but you like doing traffic. That's what you do. It's fun. You're not really a uh, social commentator uh, on that. Um, tomorrow I will resume certain things that we get out ahead of time. I just got to figure out some some quick things. All the podcasts uh, are uploaded, so you can find them on Citrus Cloud. all the rest of that stuff free of charge. It's up there. It's super easy for me to just kind of toss that stuff out there and you guys listen to it. Um, it doesn't need to be any more complicated than that for right now. Um, the TV stuff, you know, I'm shelling that money out of my own pocket for you guys to, to watch that. You've got, look, you've got Dinah who's been amazing when she's doing her show. Really like Dinah and Nat and Jaybird came in. They're trying to do more. They have seven kids, you know, Casey and, and his wife and the things that they're doing on their show. All that stuff is live. It's there. Those people are working hard on their product. And I continue to want to develop even more people who are interested in talk radio. That's what I care about. I care about developing people. I care about a future because once I'm gone, we've got to have, you know, the next generation, whoever that's going to be. And I help all these people. I mold these people. I do whatever I can to guide them and teach them. Okay. I've been around politics a very, very long time. I love politics. Politics isn't everything. It, it is absolutely, as you have found out over the last four or five years, absolutely everything. You've got a man to put in the governor's office, and that is Mark Ronchetti. Please do whatever you can to help that man to change our state. I don't want to hear excuses about who his campaign manager is, or I don't know, he's not Republican enough for you. I don't want to hear any of that kind of stuff. Just try to change just a little bit so we can continue to live here in this state. I don't want to have to give up my radio station, have to move some other place and go do something else. I'm not interested in that. This is where our families are from. This is where we live. This is the place we love. This is Those mountains are our mountains, our home. And you're going to let some snot-nosed bullies over at the University of New Mexico and kids who don't appreciate anything, you let them take that from us? Because you're not willing to stand up or, you know, shout out against them? Fight. Jump in. Get ready. Act like you love something. Act like you believe in something. Act like you want something. Because if you don't, they're going to come and take it away from you. I don't like the, this is the most important election of your life or any of that kind of stuff, but you should show up, fight, do whatever you can to help your reps, the people who are trying not to fight. I don't care if they think, if you think that they're being selfish or if they're just, oh, what, what is your, what is your, do you want to run for other offices? I hope so. I hope you want to run the world. Okay. So if all you win is the next race, I'm totally cool with that too. But do something. Throw a punch. Get involved. Be accountable. 
This crap show that we have here in, in the state of New Mexico cannot continue. From crime to economy to the rest of the things, that, education, the things that we've talked about here and talk about every single day. I believe tomorrow's the first day of fall. Is that right? Is it? I believe tomorrow? so, yeah. Tomorrow the next day. There you go. Eddie, you're amazing. I don't know what happened, but want you to know that we're right here praying for you and listening as always. You recenter and be even stronger, which is hard to imagine. God drops us hints. It's our job to pay attention. Thank you very much. Very relevant to what you are experiencing. Consider it a great joy, my brothers, whenever you experience various trials, knowing that testing your faith produces endurance, but endurance must do its complete work so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. James 1, 2 through 4. Wow. That's pretty powerful. That's from uh, my good friend, uh, Damien. I haven't seen him in a while, but you know, you know people that you're just like, you don't have to talk to them anytime and they're still your it's Yeah. How about the man swinging axe terrorizing New York's McDonald's patrons is arrested and released? The man claims he is an unhinged, yet those who peacefully protested in connection to January 6th were never charged and never released. Apparently anyone who isn't standing up for the truth is letting Goliath win. Individually, we need to have the courage like David and face Goliath to the very end. God does not want us to be lukewarm. Life is about choices. What will you choose that you can live with? Look, Mark didn't have to run. Mark's running. Putting him and his family out there and all the things that they're doing, it's huge. Eddie, you mentioned Biden received 2 million plus votes than President Trump. Remember the gentleman that drove for UPS that testified in court? He was not a registered voter, testified he waited several hours past the deadline. There it goes. All right, folks, we'll see you tomorrow at 4 p.m. here in the Kiva. Thanks for listening. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.